0: Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia
1: Work Asia.
2: Mix Bustos, Cheska and Palau. This is off the record.
0: Hello, Online World local OTR, another OTR Monday. This is Off the Record with Migs.
3: And Cheska, and it is another great episode lined up for everyone tonight. But before that, Migs, how was your weekend?
0: Doing good. And of course, of kahapon Cheska here in the Philippines, Manny Pacquiao, had a mm-hmm. good fight against uh, your Ugas. we about that I'm just happy, Cheska, uh, you know, for this month, it has been sports fever from <laughs> the Olympics. To the PVL and Manny Pacquiao's fight yesterday, I hope we can sustain this. Um, Of course, it all depends on the world. But uh, now that we are just riding the wave, we just hope that we can always talk about sports and the athlete stories.
3: And speaking of the Olympics, our guests tonight are gunning for the 2022 Beijing Olympics as well. So I am actually Mm. really happy because I've met two of our guests already. And there is one... new face in Philippine skating as well so please migs let us welcome our guests for tonight already representing the philippines in the olympic qualifiers for men's figure skating we have adrian celestino joining us and of course for women's figure skating sofia frank and for men's short track speed skating julian macaraig they're all joining us here tonight
0: Hey guys! Hey! Thank you guys for joining us tonight. Wow! Okay, makes, tonight in the I, Philippines. I mean, yes, tonight you know. in
3: the Philippines. And first of all, thank you for waking up really early to join us.
0: Thank oh you guys. Really appreciate it for okay. our viewers. Just so you know, we are from different parts of the world right now. Literally, I'm only. Yeah. Akong in tagamalila here, and everybody <laughs> else is like in the west coast, I believe. So yeah, just okay. take it away. Okay. So.
3: I know Julian is joining us from Utah. Sophia is joining us from Colorado. Adrian is in Canada. I'm in the Bay Area. Nigs, how's Manila?
0: (laughs) Manila's... You don't. Know, I don't want to say anything, Cheska, You know, just living our life here and just enjoy your life there. Oh my god!
3: Um, but of course. All right. Let's let's start with let's start with Adrian. Adrian, how are you? I have not seen you since the 2019 SEA Games. Uh, Migs, as I was telling you, um, it was Adrian and Julian who competed in the 2019 Southeast Asian Games, and you know now that they have been. You know, training nonstop. I just want to know first and foremost, what was the process like wh- uh, when it came to the selection? How did you guys end up becoming the representatives of the Philippines in the Olympic qualifiers? Adrian?
2: Hi. Um, well, thanks for having me. Um, so, just to make it pretty brief, uh, it was Uh, divided into two parts. Um, The first part involved us um, sending in a virtual video for a virtual competition and that was judged by official ISU judges um, that took a look at it. And this was around the month of July and it was submitted for August. And the second part involved joining a physical competition um, so we could have the actual um, venue and the the simulation of having a real competition, even though there wasn't a big audience, it was still a live competition. Um, so they tallied both scores and added it to see who garnered the the highest score, and that happened to be me for this case.
0: All right, congratulations for that, Adrian. Uh, how about you, Sophia? You. Was it the same process?
1: Yeah, it was basically the same process for ladies as well. We had to do a virtual competition and then also go and compete in actual competition.
3: Julian, you already qualified for the worlds even back in twenty nineteen. What was uh what was your your skating career like, your skating life like since we last saw you in the Philippines from the Sea Games.
4: Um I after sea games I actually competed in the World Cup. So I was there like um competing for World Cups one and two. I haven't really done like um three four and fives because um i've mainly focused on one and two only because of um because i back then i used to go to school and um compete at the same time so it, it was hard to balance my schedule but um now that i'm i graduated from high school now i i can now focus on like all the competitions and focus more on olympic season um so now i'm like training in salt lake city and um uh my first competition would be at the end of October, and that would last until, I believe, um, uh, December or January, and um, those competitions would uh, determine if I get an Olympic spot.
0: All right, so thank you, uh, gentlemen and lady, for uh, you know giving us a quick brief on how you guys qualified, and uh, of course, we are wishing you well. Just a little bit of background on what figure skating is like. Sophia, maybe you can give like a quick uh, you know, quick uh, figure skating one-on-one uh, for our viewers uh, that are watching and listening.
1: So figure skating originally, it derives from <laughs> figures, which, you know, people did quite a while ago. And that used to be like an Olympic sport. And basically what you did, it was just, you know, trace patterns on the ice and try to copy them as close as possible to be able to, you know, get, you know, first, second, and third.
3: I love that we got a history lesson on figure skating. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> we should. We, we should to establish context, <laughs> I had right? no idea that was what it started. <laughs> but Thank you for that. <laughs> All
3: right. But Adrian, of course, uh, when it comes to uh, competing in the Philippines, again, we saw you in the 2019 Sea Games. And the people that you, uh, the the male figure skaters that you competed against, uh, for this spot are very familiar names you went up against michael martinez and you went up against uh 2019 sea games silver medalist christopher kaluza two very great skaters and then you come out on top uh, to be able to um, join the olympic qualifiers representing the philippines can you uh, did you have any idea since obviously this was a little different this wasn't a live competition this wasn't you guys skating one after another it was videos being sent from whichever parts of the world you guys were in. Um, Was it easier this way in the sense that you could focus only on what you were doing and you didn't have to worry about seeing what they were doing as well?
2: Um, I'd say no, actually. Um, Generally, when I'm competing, I I tend to stay away um, from observing my competitors because I just like to keep a tunnel vision. When it comes to my competitions, I just like to keep my focus on me and what I have to do. Um, But it was definitely a different experience because, as you said, I'm so used to being right next to them, stepping on the ice on that warm-up before competing, that when I did it in my home rink where I train, it was a bizarre feeling. I I just want to say that pretty clearly.
0: Now, we are going to ask a question, of course, from our top fan, Tirso de la Cruz, to our guests. Actually, this is a question for all of you, uh, Julian, Adrian, and Sophia. Uh, to our guests, how is training coming along? And how much of a motivation did the recent performance of our athletes, Filipino athletes, in the Tokyo Olympics brought to everyone? Julian, want to answer that?
4: First? Uh, yeah. Um, so... Uh, training's going pretty well. I'm here in Salt Lake for a couple months, for four months before my first competition. And um, after seeing um, all these Filipino athletes perform in the Tokyo Olympics, it made me boost my self-confidence and um, have like more motivation. Because after watching um Hitler and Diaz get the gold medal in weightlifting, uh, I wanted to like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I wanted to get that medal for myself or like get that Olympic spot to myself too. So I guess that helped me um, boost my self-confidence and motivation.
0: Thanks, Julian. Sophia? Uh,
1: Training is also going pretty well for me too. I'm here in Colorado Springs training at the World Arena Ice Hall. And, you know, after like what really motivated me was like seeing how well everybody did. And just, I just want to show everybody, you know, that we can all do that as well, and show everybody that we're good enough.
0: Adrian,
2: and training is also going well. Um, I've successfully been training for eight to nine weeks straight, which feels nice. And I'm also based in North America, but in Canada. Um, So, yes, the performance of our Filipino athletes in the Tokyo uh, Summer Olympics um, were definitely a a big uh, motivational surge for me in the sense that it it strived for me to be more hungry into training harder and getting that success for myself as well. And I want to see myself on TV as well for this event like I think that would be a surreal dream that can be accomplished um, this year. All
3: right. Thank you, Adrian. Thank you, Sophia. And of course, Julian, we we know a lot about figure skating. We see we see a lot of figure skaters. But of course, when it comes to sh- speed skating, short track speed skating at, at that, what exactly is this division? What is this? Uh, that people under can, you know, easily understand what you do on the ice
4: yeah um so short track speed skating is like totally different from long track speed skating because um long track speed skating is you are competing against the time so you want to get the fastest time um among all the lists of competitors but in short track speed skating it's basically like um nascar on ice so um you're racing against um, four or five competitors on the line, and your main goal is to get first or become or get your uh, top two or three positions in order for you to advance to the next round, and um, that's basically how it is.
0: So, what are the keys to you know uh, winning in, uh, in in speed skating?
4: Um, you just have to be like you just have to remain focused on. What your main goal is. So, if you want to get top one or top three, you just have to make sure that you're on top of your game and not have any like careless mistakes. Because like a simple mistake can just ruin your whole race. So, um, you have to race clean. Try not to bump to bump into anyone, or else you might get um a disqualification. Um, if uh, if you know your race is hard, you might have like different strategies in order how um. Uh, in order for you to take this race. So you might have to lead the race yourself or just stay within the pack and remain calm and see what happens from there.
3: All right. We actually have a question from Gab. He addressed it to Julian and Sophia. Gab was asking, what made you decide to pursue the online fundraising drive for your Winter Olympic qualifying campaign? But again, like I, I actually want to bring this up because people, uh, even Michael Martinez was um, asking for for help when it came to funding his, uh, when he was still in the running, at least. But people also don't really understand. We see you guys, we know you train, but people also don't really, probably don't necessarily understand the kind of funding that is needed for you guys to be able to train every single day, even down to the the things that you eat, the food that you eat, the nutrition that you need for your bodies. As, As a skater at this level, as an athlete, as a young athlete at this level, what kind of expenses, what kind of responsibilities do you guys have that you need to uh, address? Um, Adrian?
2: Um, So first and foremost, um, I don't live close to my training facility. It usually takes me about 45 to 55 minutes to drive there. So traveling to my rink, uh, it's a costly expense, especially with the gas prices uh, always rising up. Um, then again, to be able to get on the ice, I have to pay for my ice, which is cheap at all either. And then on top of that, um, coaching fees that I have every day. Um, I have my main coach and I have technical specialists. I have a harness guy that helps me, uh, with my jumps to try to minimize, uh, injury risk as much as possible. And then, um, fitness or Training off ice, uh, nutritionist. Then we add on competition fees, which is like a whole different thing because I have to also provide for uh, my coach um, for the salary that he's losing for being with me in the week uh, time in the competition.
1: That is a lot. (laughs) Sophia? It's basically the same thing. I want to say coaching fees are pretty expensive I have six coaches and then my younger sister also skates so she has her coaches and then we also have traveling fees which are really expensive when we have to go you know fly out of state for competition and like off ice training as well is pretty expensive just there's a lot of different factors.
3: Uh, Julian when it comes to speed skating I'm assuming sorry uh, figure skating has choreography uh, and all that but when it comes to speed skating what's your what's your team like or what's your routine like
2: Have you heard the good news it's time to get our sheep together join me Jay Paul Hernandez on the Holy Sheep podcast I'll walk you through the common questions and issues in the Catholic faith what does it mean to be a good Christian? What makes you a bad follower of Christ? Tune in as I answer all that and more. Plus, you gain more league pass points here in the Holy Sheep Podcast.
4: It's pretty much like figure skating but without the choreography and all that. But um, yeah, I'm with my team and then we all train together we're in a big group and then we help each other out during our um, training sessions. But like when it comes to competition, you're pretty much on your own because it's an individual sport and it's not really like a a team sport. So um, we're teammates when training, but like when it comes to racing, we're competing against each other and it's a whole different like battlefield.
0: Now I want to go a little bit more basic with my question now. Uh, Well, just so you know, for the ones who are watching, Julian, Sophia, and Adrian are on their way to become to becoming elite athletes. Uh, Julian is only 18. Sophia is only 15. Adrian, if, if you don't mind, how young are you?
2: I'm 23 years young.
0: <laughs> 23 years young. So still, right? But I know that you guys have started your sport at an early age. We want to get to know that story, Sophia. What got you into figure skating?
1: Well, it was mostly my parents. Um... I lived in California before I moved here to Colorado, and when I was three, they you know took me ice skating for the first time, and I wanted to start doing it because I saw you know all of these really pretty dresses, and they're super sparkly, and I was like, oh my God, I really want to do this, and I want to try it out, and so that's how I started.
0: How young were you when you started, Sophia? I was three. You were three? Yeah. Wow. Been doing it for 12 years now, and uh, still... I know that you have, you know, big dreams of wanna, you know, um get to, you know, ask that later. Julian, how about you?
4: What was it like when you started? Um, so I first started like not speed skating, but getting on the ice when I was 3, but I didn't start speed skating until I was 7, but before then I was playing ice hockey. So, I started ice hockey around um 6 years old and I com- and I did it like competitively until I was about maybe 14 years old and then I stopped for a while and then I got back and I competed in hockey for my high school varsity team for two years and then I I stopped that again to focus more on speed skating but um when I was little um speed skating wasn't really like like the biggest issue in my head like or the biggest um or the biggest thing that I had to worry about because that wasn't really my main priority when I was little but as soon as I became like 13 and competing in like bigger um, national competitions, I started to, um, feel, uh, I started to realize that this is what I want to do in my future. I want to, I want to, uh, mainly prioritize speed skating and I want to go to the Olympics for it. So, yeah. Just,
0: just a side question, Julian, you think if you didn't pursue speed skating, you would have been in hockey?
4: Doing hockey? Uh, <laughs> I- I don't, I don't really know, Pro- probably. Uh, not going to lie, I was pretty good when I was little. But um, obviously, speed skating, I pursued in that more. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, thanks, Julian. about you, Adrian? What was your story like?
2: So um, my mom's friend's daughter actually wanted to try figure skating, and she didn't want to do it alone. So I was dragged along, and I kind of liked it way more than she did. Um, But I also wanted to pursue um, hockey since living in Montreal, Canada, um, it's basically like one of the most popular sports, especially during the winter. Um, But then I had to take figure skating lessons to try and uh, continue into hockey and I ended up liking figure skating more than um, handling my way around the puck.
3: I actually had the honor of meeting Adrian's mom back in 2019. Very passionate, very, very loud, very vocal, very supportive of Adrian. My goodness, his whole family was on the sidelines, just cheered. It was beautiful to watch. All right. And of course, when we, uh, now that you guys know exactly what lies ahead of you, you have a target date, you have a goal to reach. Um, what what are your days like heading to the Olympic qualifiers? um what what uh, have you guys done anything different since uh, being named as the Philippine representatives? How do you step up your routine
1: more than usual, uh, Sophia?- I'm training you know the hardest I've been training since I started this sport. Um, it takes a lot of work and, and practice to, you know get where we are and I'm so beyond, um happy that I'm able to represent the Philippines going forward. Adrian?
2: Um, as for me, uh, I, we usually like to maintain consistency. Um, I think that's like our key formula for um, having success in my routines. But um, like the past few weeks, I've been uh, really uh, focusing on my physical uh, aspect, which is more cardiovascular uh, training. Um, since uh, that's where I usually lack uh, in performance, which is towards the last minute and a half of a routine. That's where my stamina usually lacks.
3: It's okay. I'm I'm pretty sure your cardio is so much better than ours anyway. But. (laughs) Julian, more Julian, times 10. More I do say times 50 So times 50. <laughs> Julian is actually Julian has a, a little bit more time uh, to prepare compared to Adrian and Sophia because I think Adrian and Sophia are going to be competing in September correct? and then uh, Julian yours is around end of November, October so again what what's your routine going to be like leading up to those months
4: yeah so these um past four training months have been like really hard like i've been like trying to cope up and um be as as consistent as possible with my training but like sometimes there's like up and downs and like um sometimes my motivation would go down but then i had to like battle through that and then um think ahead for like my long run i'll be like oh this training is going to help me get that qualifying spot this this will like help me do better in my upcoming competitions so um the next two months prior to my first competition would be um just a lot of conditioning um more racing strategies um and like uh improving i'm sorry improving my physical state so like um what adrian said um my cardio and um also uh, strength, conditioning, and the weight room, a lot of those stuff, a lot of those all right. things. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for uh, your sharings, uh, Adrian, Julian, and Sophia, about your preparations. Uh, now that, uh, of course, we're talking about it and for the benefit of our viewers, of course, uh, we wish you well, all the best in your Olympic qualifiers. But Adrian, what needs to happen in the actual competition for you to be able to qualify for the Winter Olympics?
2: Um, So, I've never actually looked into it, um, but Mm -hmm. I know my coach told me that it would be a top seven finish at uh, the Nebelhorn Trophy, which happens, uh, as uh, Francesca mentioned, in in September, I think the week of the 19th. Um, So, obviously, we're going for a clean performance, uh, as well as trying to upgrade the technical aspect, but usually um, that would just be a top seven finish.
0: Top seven finish. Okay. How about for you, Sophia?
1: Um, I want to say it's the same thing, but I think it's top six countries Mm -hmm. and really, you know, just trying to get as clean as possible, just getting as many points as I can.
0: All right. Julian, in your case?
4: Um, so like I have World Cups one, one and uh, one through four. So, um, the International Skating Union, also known as ISU, is going to, um, pick our top two best World Cup performances, and um, I have to be at least um, top 32 in the 500 meter and the 1,000 meter. And if I become top 32 in those, then I get one quota spot for the Olympics. But if not the 500 or the 1,000, then I get the 1,500 meter, which is a longer distance. And that one, has I have to be top 36, so a little bit higher than um, the 500 and 1,000.
3: All right, before we let you guys go, Adrian, Sophia, Julian, thank you so much for joining us on Off the Record. But of course, we have people who are supporting you who cannot wait to see what you guys have in store for us at your Olympic qualifiers. So, uh, where can people watch you? How can people reach you? How can they stay updated? And if you guys have any messages to your supporters, your families, all that, and your social media handles, please feel free to drop them. Go ahead, let's start with Julian.
4: Uh, yeah. Um, you can reach me or contact me if you have any questions to ask, or if you want to reach me out, you can, um, reach me through Instagram, uh, at julian.mackereck. And, um, I want to say thank you to all my supporters in the Philippines and around the world. And, um, uh, most especially, thank you to um, the PHSU for continuing to support me and my training needs and my family friends and my coaches, especially my coach Sergey, because he's been supporting me ever since, and um, uh, Coach Valentin and everyone, all the clubs that I've been training with um, these past couple of years. Thank you so much for training me.
3: Thank you, Julian. Adrian?
2: Um, so if you want to reach out to me, um, I'm more, uh, active on Instagram at Adrian Celestino. Uh, you could also yeah, add me on Facebook. Don't use Twitter for the meantime. Um, uh, might start YouTube depends on how everything goes, but, um, yeah, I'd like to thank, um, PHSU for really handling, uh, everything, uh, well, and to be able to organize, uh, at such a, uh, a, a good manner that, um, it made it plausible for me to continue and pursue training in such a difficult time with the pandemic. Um, and also like to thank uh, SM Skating for the um, sponsorship, as well as um, my family and friends for believing in me, despite you know the rocky road that I've had over the course of the few years. And my coach, Nick, for guiding me every single day. Like this man has helped me through the hardships and the good ones too so that's it
1: thank you adrian sophia um i'm mostly active on my skating instagram account which is sophia ice skates with the letter i and then i also have a website um it's called sophia with the letter i as well and i'd like to say a big thank you to the PHSU for allowing me to join their team and being so supportive. And also I'd like to say a big thank you to my, uh, my club Pasadena figure skating club for, you know, helping or helping fund, uh, my journey and, you know, always being there since I was little and my parents, of course, for, you know, driving me when I needed to be at the rink at five in the morning and also My coaches as well, my main coach, Tammy Gamble, for believing in me and, you know, helping me through all of those rough times. And also my training mates and my friends, you know, for always being there when I needed somebody to cry on or, you know, just being there with me. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Sophia. Julian, you have an additional
4: shout out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'd like to also thank SM Skating. And thank you. So much for supporting me and my teammates back in the Philippines. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you so much, Julian, Sophia, and Adrian. We cannot wait to see you guys on the ice and just know that every Filipino is going to be cheering for you all. Thank you so much for waking up
1: early.
0: (laughs) Thank you guys for taking time for us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. thank Thank you you guys hope to talk to you talk to you guys again soon and again of course uh good luck in your olympic qualifiers godspeed guys
4: thank you very much see you guys bye guys stay safe thank you bye all right. right. and of so, course, thank you.
3: Wait, yeah. we also have to say thank you to Nikki Cheng uh, in the PHSU yeah. for uh, helping us get the skaters on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I actually, again, I met Nikki in the twenty nineteen Sea Games. I was assigned to cover the figure skating event, so that's how I actually got uh, familiar with these these skaters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you to yeah. everyone
0: who thank joined. Thank you guys. Thank you PHSU, and of course Isa ngkall for also. Um, uh, well, the tagulug winko na to sa you, you, <laughs> you, you gave this story to us and uh, wishing well for our uh, future Olympic skaters. And from figure skating, we will be right back just for a short bit. Dahil about natin ang laban ni Manipakya versus your Ugas with respected fight journalists and analysts. OTR will be right back.